world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Well, Jesse Smollett can now uh, relax since his attacker was found guilty last night. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> what a world okay. we're living in. Delusional, ruined his career. Mm. If anybody's a Beatles fan, were you a Beatles fan? I was not. My wife is a big Beatles fan. Okay. Well, I, I thought that they were, uh, you know, very talented and perfect <clears throat> for their time. Let's put the glorified boy band. But Well, you know me. I, I was a blues and jazz guy. So. Sure. So I watched the Discovery Channel 600-hour documentary. All right. Get, it was called Get Back by Peter Jackson. I actually sped through a lot of it, but... You know, they recorded like 70 hours in Jackson, put it down into like nine hours about the whole making of the Let It Be album at Abbey Road Studios. And I can sum it up for all of you in one sentence if you want. All right, you ready? <clears throat> Paul, egomaniac. John Lennon, weirdo. Yoko, clingy. Uh, Sorry. I don't know what that. I have no idea what's going on. Go ahead. It's British. I know. Go, go. How did you do that? It was, I don't. You have a window open. No, it's Uh, weird. George, George, very shy. (laughs) Ringo, pretty cool. And uh, Billy Preston for the win. And that's all I have to say about that. That's that's documentary. That's pretty good. I summed it up summed it up for you all right there. Interesting to watch how uh, Paul uh, and John can write 14 songs in 14 days and have them be hits. And we can't deny that they sold 600 million albums in their career, which is still a record, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So we really, we really can't deny that. So oh, there was oh. some kind of magic there. So let's talk about Bizarro World. Uh, the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, <laughs> a.k.a. Beetlejuice. Yeah. She went on the podium earlier this week and chastised business owners for the increase in crime in Chicago. Well, of course. She said that um, the (laughs) retailers are not doing enough to fight crime. They should, A, hire security guards. (laughs) Because they've defunded the police. Correct. Well, the police are used to protect her. Oh, I see. Don't forget. Yeah, you they're have, all you in have, hard detail. That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and what happens is, so she's chastising owners. They need to harden their stores more. They need to have, like, double locked doors, like a, you know, a, a, a man trap when you're coming in. And uh, you need to hire security guards. She's She's upset. Okay, uh, but of course, if a security guard harms a robber, she'll probably have a problem with that, right? Yeah, right. So basically, she's saying you, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizen, a.k.a. 
the third tier, mm -hmm. yeah. are not doing enough to battle the mess that our policies have created. So it's a bizarre world. Go ahead, I, Sandy. I, well, no, you should really reread George Orwell's 1984. Everybody. Or, or and have your kids yeah. read it. Absolutely. Now available in nonfiction. So appropriate. And what's sad is that the George Orwell Foundation now is just leaning backwards. They're, they're rewriting their own, what the purpose of the whole book was, what the meaning of the whole book was right now. Yielding to pressure from the outside. It's so That's how much bizarre a world we're dealing with. So, Sandy, I have a medical question. Yeah. This came in. A bomb squad. This is in England. <laughs> a bomb squad rushes to the hospital because they found a World War II era mm. shell in a man's rectum. And, of course, uh, he responded, <laughs> Doc, you'll never guess how this happened. I tripped and fell on it. Um, if I've heard that phrase more than once in an emergency he room. He fell and tripped oh, on it, yeah. yes. The man said that he slipped and fell on a 2.2-inch <laughs> shell typically fired from a World War II anti-tank artillery gun. It happens all the time. <laughs> it was in his own personal collection of military memorabilia. Ew! <laughs> Oh, look at my collection of military memorabilia. You want to touch it? <laughs> oh, yes. I've, I've seen the same thing happen with a number of things, including light bulbs and gerbils and a number of things, yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, so talk about embarrassing. Yeah, well, you, know, embarrassing. you should keep these things where they belong. That's a good... Uh, He's expected to make a, a full know. recovery. <laughs> I got it. I just have to. Yeah. I just have to say, there's no light at every tunnel. At the end of every tunnel, uh -huh. we're just lucky he, he was. He didn't collect umbrellas. <laughs> it's true. Well, he's lucky. Yeah, he's lucky he didn't collect umbrellas. He'll go to. Uh, he'll finally graduate to that. Don't trust me. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh. All right. Listen to this. First of all, I don't even know how this happens, but it happens. This is in California. Crooks made off with nearly 40 firearms during a smash-and-grab robbery at a California gun shop early Thursday. Wow. The suspect shattered the front glass door at Witten Sales just after midnight and stole the guns that were kept in a safe. They were kept in a safe. I mean, I know the response time in California is probably never. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's probably so the average in. response time is infinity <laughs> plus six. They get at their calendar. <laughs> the owner of the business called the police because his alarm went off and he saw them in his cameras. But oh. by the, of course, by the time the police arrived, the thieves fled in two BMWs, styling and profiling while you're smashing and grabbing. All right. That's great. Now, of course, Gavin Newsom says all of these smash and grabs has nothing to do with no. his policies, and crime is actually going down. Of course Even it though is. crime is going up, we are going to outwardly say crime is going down. Therefore, you will believe that. That's thought police. So, so yes. Yeah. So what do you think <clears throat> these 40 guns are going to be used for, Sandy? Uh, probably target practice or, or maybe a, a, a child-sponsored, uh, you know, turkey shoot. You think? Mm, yeah, maybe. Well, Boy Scouts, probably. So here's things you can't deny. We had district's attorneys from a couple of uh, cities come out yesterday and say the data is wrong. But 12 U.S. cities break all-time homicide records. And guess what all 12 cities have in common? Oh, uh, a color blue? <gasps> color blue. 
all-time homicide records and all run by Democrats, and they all have Soros-backed district attorneys. Mm -hmm. Portland, Oregon, 100% increase. <laughs> Tucson, Arizona, 87% increase. Uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, 25% increase. Albuquerque, New Mexico, 22%. Wow. Indianapolis, Indiana, 44% increase. Austin, Texas, 175% increase. <laughs> Austin used to be a beautiful liberal town. It was like going to it was like going to the village in a city. All the restaurants and the entertainment and the artists and everything. Now it's let's poop on the streets and stab people. Yep. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 91% increase. Louisville, Kentucky. I love Louisville. 111% increase. Wow. Toledo, Ohio, 63% increase. Rochester, New York, 144% increase. Columbus, Ohio, 121% increase. And here's the best. Philadelphia, 46% increase. 521 homicides. And the year's not over yet. No, no, not at all. <clears throat> have you, have you seen a recent vi video at all or, or, or YouTube video or, or whatever of Kensington, the Kensington section of Philadelphia? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? It's like The Walking Dead. Yep. Now, the media doesn't obviously think this is newsworthy because no, it, no, does, it doesn't play into our narrative. Sure. They're busy protecting pedophiles and sex abusers like uh, Chris Cuomo and, and their ilk, right? Mm -hmm. um, so they're, they're busy covering stuff like that up all of the time. So uh, it's interesting that, again, bizarro world, everything is, uh, is backwards. And uh, New Jersey is leading the pact with that with Governor Murphy. And we're going to be getting to that later after the break because we're, we're going to get hit next week like, you, like nobody's business oh, yeah. with, with gun stuff. We're going to talk about it later. I'm just doing all my other housekeeping stuff. So New York City Council this week, they signed a bill. They're allowing uh, 800,000 non-citizens to vote in local elections. <laughs> so now they've just, what they've done is they've watered down your vote. Can you imagine this happening in any other country? No. no. Any other country? Nope. Nope. This is irresponsible, dangerous, and it's definitely unconstitutional. But you can't do it for federal elections because it's in the Constitution. You have to be a citizen. Mm. So they're doing this because, again, they can't garner votes on their policies. Right. So what they're going right. to do is, just like the 4 million illegals coming in this year, we're going to garner votes and hope maintain our position by importing new people, yeah. which waters down your vote. Why be a U.S. citizen? What is the, yeah, benefit, the benefit of being a U.S. citizen mm -hmm. anymore? Other than paying high taxes to support Well, be, being the third not. tier. Yeah. Of course, we're the third tier. We have to, we're the ones that are funding all of this crazy shit. I don't know when the tipping point is going to come. We talk about it all the time, Sandy, with the Overton window and everything. I don't know if there's ever going to be a tipping point. I think we're just going to get sucked down into uh, socialism, communism. Well, it, it's happening, and it has been happening for quite a while, and they've educated generation after generation of child, and we've sat back and as parents. I mean, it started, I think, in, in, in our schooling, in our generation, don't you think? Where, where we history became social studies and and all that other nonsense and we don't know uh, really what happened in World War II. The further you get away from the people who were actually there, you know, again, 1984. It, the further you get away from the people who were who don't know uh, who were there and can attest to what reality was, the easier it is to say that these things didn't happen. You know, the Pearl Harbor that just passed this week. 
Um, mm. was, it was not in the media. No, not at all. Yeah. And it was our fault always. It's always channeled as our fault. Yeah. Uh, you know, we are in a bizarre world. So uh, John McConnell had sent me this, a Georgia mom uh, who publicly said that Rittenhouse was the result of bad parenting and bad parents. On Thanksgiving Day, she was killed by her son. Oh. Talk about pot kettle. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Talk about pot kettle. You know, I want to address Oxford again. They arrested the two parents um, of the kid that shot and killed five people already and yeah. four or five more injured. And there's catch. There's a you know double-edged sword here where people are like, you know, well, they didn't do the crime. They shouldn't be charged. But do you think it's responsible to leave guns accessible to your 15-year-old kid, you know? Especially your emotionally troubled 15-year-old kid. Co correct, correct. And you also, know, the, you know, there's a lot to blame, too, with the school system, too. I, you know, I mean, if, if the, here they are having a conference with the, with the child's parents while the child is in there with the gun that the father bought that weekend. I mean, what? I, I mean, guns should not be accessible to unauthorized persons. No. Obviously, you know, you talk about, well, you hear sometimes about teenage kids who are home alone and they use the parent's gun to fight off an intruder or attacker. There's different circumstances for everything And here. look, we had access. I'm sure you had access to firearms when you were younger. Yes. I had access to firearms. When I, well, not, not really. I had a shotgun. That was about it. My father didn't. <clears throat> he didn't have a handgun. He wasn't a, a gun person. He, he was a World War II vet, but... Um, it was thought nothing of, nothing of. Uh, my next door neighbor was uh, the chief of police and uh, gave me a twenty-two rifle to shoot with. And uh, I couldn't have been more than nine or ten years old. And yeah, it's 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 true. And but parents have to make this decision. You know, uh, the kid texted his mother sorry after the parent-teacher conference, and the mother texted him back, "Don't be sorry. Next time, don't get caught." LOL. Oh, great. You know, you really don't want to encourage your kid to act that way. And then don't be surprised when he goes postal. Right, exactly. So there has to be some repercussions. And now they're in the same prison. Oh, the mother the and father yeah. are in the same prison as the son. Yeah. The mother and father hired a legal team. The son has a public defender. Uh, it's, a, it's a weird dynamic going on there. It's a weird but, dynamic. But yeah. the other thing is now the they're thinking the parents of the kids who were shot and either killed or wounded horrifically, they're going to be suing the school. They're going to be suing the parents as well. You know, balls were dropped here. Again, we talk about yeah. this all the time. Yeah. Because of political correctness, we don't want to rock the boat. We don't mm -hmm. want to piss somebody off. That's we don't right. want to do this. We won't, don't want to do that. Uh, you know, somebody has to somebody has to be responsible for their actions. Right, exactly. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, uh, I'll be banned from uh, Instagram soon. 22,000 followers, by the way. After the Alec Baldwin piece ran on Newsmax uh, with me, I'm, uh, I'm getting warnings on posts I posted from 2018, huh. being told that my account, my account will be delisted de de pretty soon, permanently blocked. So uh, it's coming. They're going to find one more thing, and uh, I'll be gone. So just, just so you know, uh, Twitter's gone, Instagram's gone, uh, one thing at a time. But someday will get a widely popular conservative uh, or free speech platform. You know, every time something like this happens, I feel like a little bit of my free speech has been stripped from me.
because of the masters of the universe. And well, don't uh, hold your breath. I mean, the problem is, is that when we see things like conservative platform, yeah, I know we, we limit it. It's it's kind of like a. It's so sad because I don't. I don't. We don't know how to do anything apparently, because no. uh, that parlor was a joke. Um, yeah, it came in strong and then round. It was clunky, difficult to use. They hired some fourteen-year-old to develop. I mean, come on. If you're going to put the money toward it, put the money toward it and and develop it properly. You know, you're you're coming up to be an also rand. Um, so. You know, it's just sad. It's sad our side never really. We we don't dominate the art world. We don't dominate the music world. We don't dominate uh, pretty much anything. We, we we stay in a tiny little close knit group, and and uh, preach to the choir, and and uh, and and raise each other up, uh, and that's about it. And don't and don't venture outside. And God forbid we have to get on a bus without a latte, uh, and go for a protest meeting. Mm. Mm, that's a whole nother story. Whole nother story. Well, that's why we're getting it square up the key, square up the keister right now with, uh, you know, with Governor Murphy. You voted for them. You're right. You voted for them over and over. You supported them. You you continued to vote for them. You didn't go out and campaign for other people. You didn't you didn't say enough is enough. So now you're getting it. You're getting what you deserve. So this, the Senate pulled the bills from committee last week, and now they're moving on to uh, the Assembly on Monday. It's very hard to go down and protest because of COVID restrictions right now. Well, yeah, you can't. You know, normally, they don't let us exercise our right to, <laughs> right to begin speech, with, right? Like, like big tech. But now they, they're, they're, they're blaming COVID um, even worse. You know, Knappen's on a tear about all of this. He read all of these bills. Obviously, I've discussed this before. Not one of these bills addresses criminals. No, not one. And uh, everybody uh, is that's being affected are law-abiding gun owners, all right? And uh, the first one, obviously, is that all guns have to be locked up, right? Now, this law doesn't apply to criminals. It only applies to <laughs> firearms owners. Right. And uh, any guns that are not in use must be secured in a gun safe, securely locked box or container. Um, so, and Knappen says the phrase not in use is not defined unless you are actually shooting a gun. It would be arguably not be in use. It might potentially be of use at some time in the future, but until you are using it, it's not in use, so it has to stay locked up. All ammo must be permanently stored in a separate securely locked box in our container. Like, this is great. So somebody's breaking into your house, you're supposed to have all this. Now, how are they going to check this? Obviously, they're not going to come knocking on the door. But all of this flies in the face of Heller, where Heller said, we do have a Second Amendment right in our home. Right. And and New Jersey knows that this is unconstitutional, and they know that it'll lose in court, but it'll take three years right. before we get any right. relief. Meanwhile, for those three years, we will be screwed. And a lot of this that Murphy's doing is because he knows the Supreme Court decision is coming down in June, and us serfs are going to be fighting for our right to carry like 44 other states, and it's bothering him. And right, he also him. knows that there are a vast number of people, the same people, I might add, who were dropping their magazines off at your doorstep before months and months and months before the law ever became enacted, dropping them off at your doorstep, who will go along with this as soon as they hear about this, will run out and buy 16 or 17 different safes to put in various parts of their home. 
Yep. That's or the just sheep. get rid of their guns. Exactly right. <clears throat> the that's sheep the and the sheep. fuds. Yep. And uh, so <laughs> Knappen talks about this um, in detail. And if you don't belong to ANGRPC, ANGRPC.org, you wouldn't know any of this, obviously. Right. Uh, but also, the, there's no provision in here for gun stores and gun ranges. So basically, Knapp is saying, my 300 guns for rent would all have to be locked up. In a separate place than, your, than the ammunition. Yeah, so when someone wants to come in and rent a gun, we'd have to, I guess, show them a picture. Yeah, yeah, picture, and, yeah. And then the gun would go in the range in a case. Again, uh, how is this... How is this going to lower crime? Well, it's not going to lower crime. It's going to lower your ability to prevent crime, I guess. So, Because the bad guy, who really doesn't care about the law, will have his gun at the ready and loaded. Uh, while you're struggling to find where yours is as they're kicking your front door in. Oh, and then uh, you have to run downstairs to go get bullets for your gun. So right. there you go. So it's perfect, actually, if you want to empower criminals. Uh, this is a good way to go, and that seems to be their track record, doesn't it? So if you're a first-time violator for this, this is what they propose. Oh, this is great. Okay? Um, an approved entity shall offer community service that, A, incorporates gun violence prevention education, <laughs> effectuates behavioral change to meet the goals of gun violence prevention, an approved entity may provide online instruction related to gun violence prevention. Gun Not gun safety. Not gun no, no, safety. No. no, gun violence prevention films and gun violence prevention interventional activities as part of a New Jersey hospital-based gun violence intervention program. So you're going to have to be working for the Grady, Brady campaign. So notice how it's not a gun safety entity, no. but a gun violence entity. Right. That's because none of the anti-gun groups actually teach safety. Only the NRA does that. Right. For a second violation, all of your guns are seized and forfeited to the government, and your firearms ID card and gun permits are revoked. You are given only five days to make arrangements with a gun dealer to sell them, and the gun dealer only has 10 days to pick them up, or the government perfect, per permanently keeps them. The penalty for the proposed law can be summed up as follows. You will work as a slave labor for the anti-gunners, or you will be imprisoned and your guns expropriated to the government. That's per Evan Nappin. <laughs> He's so crazy. Uh, I've been spending a lot of time with him on the phone lately, too, by the way. The gun lockers at the range will be available in the next two or three weeks. Uh, by the way, we will have lockers here for people. The members will be able to have lockers to keep guns or anything else firearm-related. No ex-wives or ex-husbands will be allowed to store them here, okay? So, so basically, uh, Murphy is doing all this as a uh, pre-salvo, our first salvo, to keep us down. All right. To keep us down and scare us and have less and less people carry guns. Now, we if you've been getting the ANGRPC alerts, all right, uh, you'll know that we're asking you to email your uh, elected officials. All right. And uh, Mike Candido sent me an email back that he got from Assemblyman Hootaling. And he wrote, it is critically important that I hear from as many constituents as possible on issues like this. And so I appreciate you taking the time to contact our office. If you all think that your emails and calls don't matter, you're, you're wrong. They do matter. We, I was told this week when the bills were pulled uh, 
from the Senate out of committee that our legislators were inundated on both sides of the aisle. And the response I got was that many of our callers, the majority, were very respectful. Uh, we don't want to lower ourselves to their no, communism no, no. level. Yeah, no, exactly right. Okay. It's very, very important that <clears throat> we try to maintain um, this level of uh, decorum, so to speak, even though we want to wring their necks. You can be courteous and annoying at the same time. Yes. So some of the other stuff that Murphy um, is hitting us in, again, the uh, annual 50 caliber ban. <laughs> Yet again. There are so many drive-by 50 calibering by you bastards. You ruined it for all of us. That's right. That's a big okay. problem. Okay, would you guys please stop, stop, stop carrying your 50 BMG Derringer? Right. This, again, this is just a shock factor. This is just a horse's ass shock factor. All right? So we have firearms storage bill. We have the 50 BMG. Then another important one, uh, obviously, is this was a loophole for the longest time. So if you we talked about this last week. But if you move here from Tennessee, registering your guns is voluntary. Now you have to register your guns, all right? It's just a way to trap people who didn't know that. Yep. And then when something happens and they go in your house or they get a call of domestic or your kids had a fight or your neighbors find out you have guns because of a social media post, and then when New Jersey finds out you didn't properly register them when you moved into the state, it's another way to put an innocent person in jail with no criminal intent. Or you get a stove fire and the police show up. Correct. So, yeah, a stove fire, a curtain fire or something. Yeah. So that's this is another one that's going to, um, you know, scare people. You know, one of the things our legislators, I don't think even in New Jersey, has taken into account yet is how many new gun owners there are. Yeah. You know, and if some of these but new again, gun owners. I, yeah, uh, I know. You know, they are New Jersey gun owners, which are a different yeah. breed. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> clueless. <laughs> They're clueless. And they're and they're and no matter how much, how much you don't think you are liberally indoctrinated, you gr if you've grown up here under this, you have no idea what real freedom looks like. So you are more apt to have your freedom sliced away from you silently. And that's well, exactly that's what they've what been doing sure. for years and years yes, in New Jersey. Absolutely. You know, another one is this handgun ammunition electronic registration. Every dealer would be required to have an electronic record of the name of the ammunition manufacturer, the date of the transaction, the type, caliber, gauge of the ammo, the quantity of the ammo sold, the name, address, and date of birth of the purchaser. Well, dealers can charge up to $5 additional for a box of ammunition for this tracking. Great. Again, here's another way to yeah. price people out. Yep, exactly. Okay, right. we, we already have handgun ammo has to be recorded in New Jersey. Right, right. It, it, it always has, as long as I remember, but it's in a book. And no one ever comes to ask me for that any, any of that information. Right. The other one is uh, <laughs> micro stamp. So we have to, we're going to be forced to sell micro stamp guns, uh, but the technology is not there yet. There's no maker that has this technology. So it's just, it's just bullshit.
him and the lie is for you Sad little man but he's treated like a god As the faithless prey to a fake and a fraud Worship the man, pledge to his word One shot, two shot, now you get a third Sad little man, sad little man You better run now while you know you can Sad little man, sad little man You don't fool me, you sad little man Sad little man, gonna trap you like a dog Put your head in a net while they eat you raw Don't ask why, just comply Cause fear is the drug that the This is the fun one. Your FID card would now expire after four years, and training would be required for new applicants. So we're grandfathered in. So go out and get your firearms ID card today. Yeah. Seriously, go get your firearms ID card. Apply for it right now. But gun owners would have to pay fees, get fingerprinted, and go through the whole application process every four years. The system is already overburdened and extremely inefficient. Every four years, everybody has to get a new FID card. How will the police administration bureaucracy handle this, all right? The current process takes six months to two years for many towns. My buddy, just the, the police department, they told him, what do you need more permits for? You just got two last year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine that attitude? Right. You just got two last year. It's your job because you're wearing a badge. You're now making a law. You're right. not enforcing the existing laws. You're deciding how to ration out gun purchases. Yeah, right, exactly. That's what's called malfeasance. That's official misconduct. That's dereliction of duties. All right. The bill also includes language that will turn widows into felons if they fail to surrender possession of their deceased spouse's firearms within 30 days and they themselves do not have the New Jersey credentials needed to possess the firearms. This is crazy. And this training requirement, what's the training requirement going to be? Right. Right. Does does anybody know what it's going to be? We don't know. Go on ANJRPC's website, ANJRPC.com. If you're not already signed up for their newsletters, please sign up for the newsletters and get your butts out there. And please email and call and fax our legislators, our assemblymen and senators as much as possible. Be a nuisance, but be a cordial nuisance. It's very, very important. And yes, it does help. Remember, this is New Jersey. Holding the line is a win. Yeah. 
All right, let me do some housekeeping right now. Marty's V-Burger, your holiday wrap was deadly, and I mean that in a good way, so check out martysvburger.com. Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino is available here and um, on Amazon, so check it out, please. Make sure you listen to Evan Knappen, the Gun Lawyer Podcast, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Uh, Remember to support those who support you. Bookmark the page, quarantinecrawl.com. I've, I stripped the three traders off of the quarantine crawl, by the way. Oh, They're good, lost. Good. Uh, yes. Remember to buy my book, Crime Proof. Think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. It's available on Amazon.com. It's also available uh, directly on CrimeProofBook.com as we- and Kindle, as well as at the Gun for Hire range. We are going to be having a Ute Range Day on Sunday, March 27th, uh, hosted by CNJFO at the Woodland Park Range slash Mount Gunmore. By the way, I just ordered uh, 12 Ruger 1022, Sandy. Nice. Range 3 has 10 ports. We are going to be starting Fun Leagues. F-U-N, Fun Leagues, not highly complicated leagues. Guns, ammo, iron ear protection will be uh, supplied, and it's going to be from 8 years old to 12, 13 to 17, 18 to 55, and 56 to sarcophagus. (laughs) (laughs) Coming in January, we also are going to be starting Glock Shooting Sports Foundation matches. Here's the news for you all. If you're a range member, there will be no registration fee to be in the GSSF matches. If you're not a member, it'll be a very nominal fee. Matt and a few others, CJ, etc., are setting that up. Uh, don't forget our newest sponsor is Dr. Joe Sambatero from Optimal Health and Wellness, NJ. You want to check him out. George Y. and about five other Gun for Hire radio listeners already reached out to the doc. It's Optimal Health wellnessnj.com it's concierge medical sandy and i have talked about that numerous times um the doc will have no more than 250 patients not 2500 patients so you can uh, have access to him 24 7 because you know our medical sucks in new jersey uh in the united states as a whole you Would basically, you agree, yes, you basically can have the uh, private physician the same as the Glitterati does for only a fraction of the price. Correct. And it is, it's really important. I mean, if, the, if it's something that, you know, I use, I've used the concierge physician personally for, for oh, at least 15 years now. And, um, Two years for me, and I've never been happier. Absolutely. Uh, don't forget, Lake Island Junior Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey, is always looking for donations, sponsors, and members. Google Lake Island Junior Rifle Club. You can shoot center fire there, and it's not just for juniors, but that's the name of the club since the 1930s. Check them out. My buddy uh, Tony Gallo is now the president of the club, and they can use your support. So let me talk about some letters here before we go into learning. Oh, is that guy coming to shoot? I love him. All right. Um, Anthony, hope all is well. I wanted to reach out to you to voice my extreme displeasure with Governor Murphy and his new 2A policies that he's trying to get passed. I understand my email is cutting it close, but I just recently found out about the onslaught last week, maybe Thursday or Friday. So... Terrell, this is Terrell Foster. Terrell, you, that's why you got to be on angrpc.org and you got to sign up for the uh, newsletter, which is free. As a law-abiding citizen, I think it's absurd to continually punish those least likely to use their firearm in an illegal fashion. 
Yet that seems to be the cup of tea time again and again here in the state of New Jersey. While criminals and those who choose not to follow state firearms laws are only punished when caught, <laughs> and not much either, not much at if all. they're caught at all. Yeah. I've frequented Gun for Hire for six or seven years now, and I've always admired the work you put in for the 2A community, and I am wondering how I get involved and where to start. You've always been extremely cordial, speaking to me for five to ten minutes every time you see me, and I'd like to get involved where I can. Please keep up the good fight. Hopefully we'll be talking soon. Best, Terrell, Terrell Foster. Well, we need more like you because you are our future, uh, Terrell. I'm 60, and you're a young, much younger guy, and now you're having an awakening. NRA, ANJRPC.org, CNJFO, and NJ2AS. I already emailed him. Get wired in, volunteer, help out, make a couple of donations, letters, share it, whatever you can, please. Tony Arena, Director of Training. Uh, he's introducing a new class, Draw from Concealment, Sandy. Oh, great class. Yes. It's going to be a three- to four-hour class. The prerequisite is going to be Urban Pistol 1, and uh, we're going to be starting these in January. So, Tony, thank you so much for introducing that class. He has, by the way, he has a ton of classes. Long Range Shoot, the first one is April 15th. That's Urban Precision Rifle. Uh, we're doing the Utah classes here. We are doing the Utah road shows at Cherry Ridge now, Sandy, again. Nice. Uh, we're doing Urban Pistol 1, <clears throat> 2, 3, Holster Draw. And, of course, we have CPR and Stop the Bleed classes uh, in December and January. So you want to check them out. Those are really, kicking, you know, overlooked and very, butt. very important classes to take, too, especially the CPR and the, you know, the, and the Stop the Bleed. If you're going to ever be at a range, even if you're a, uh, whether you're a firearms owner or not, these are really, really good things to know, really, very, very good skills to have, especially in the um, questionable times we have ahead of us. <sighs> so newest gold member, Nicholas Manginelli, who, uh, whose parents have a house in Naples not far from where I rent the, that house, where someday I hope to buy a house if we ever get down to under $500 a square foot. Uh, he wrote, uh, not sure you saw this, but check out Wacko de Blasio's newest leftist social disaster. He has opened legal shooting galleries in New York City for drug users. Drug <laughs> users are allowed to shoot up illegal drugs in these facilities, and they have medical staff standing by to administer Narcan in case they overdose. Oh, yeah. They had five overdoses on by the, the first day of New York. Right. <laughs> he claims that this is a smarter approach to years of the country's failure on the opioid crisis. This is how um, San Francisco began. Nick wrote, one site is in Harlem, where, which explains why I see the zombies walking around near our job site and hypodermic needles everywhere. I heard about it, but found it hard to believe and had to look it up. I think the money could have been better spent on some extra shelters for the homeless people all over the street, but what do I know? I'm just an unwashed, smelly, blue-collar, third-tier worker bee. Don't worry. He also issued a new mandate for all private companies in New York City to require all employees to be vaccinated. So we are safe now. Pay no mind to the high junkies walking around waiting to mug you for your watch. Your vaccine will protect you from their Chinese virus while they are stabbing you to death. 
<laughs> he goes, by the way, you must really be pissing off the first tier now that they have Instagram policing your ass. Yeah, it's true. And P.S. It seems Sandy is really getting fired up on the show lately. Usually he's a bit more reserved, but I like to see Sandy. Forgive me if I'm spelling his name wrong. No, it's right. I don't blame him. You can only tolerate so much of these lunatics. Talk soon, Nick Manginelli. Nick, yeah, de Blasio's lame duck, and he's you know he's shooting galleries and... Uh, um, vaccine mandate, which is going to fail in the courts anyway. He's just doing this to, for the loony left because he's a lame duck uh, um, mayor. And now he's contemplating running <laughs> for governor of New York, which should be funny. <laughs> should be funny. This, this, this email, Sandy, comes from a John. He's going to remain, remain a, mom, a mominous. Dear Anthony, you and Sandy are amazing, and you make me laugh so hard each week when I listen to your show. You were dead on about all your points. As a Educator, I could not agree with you more that the NGAA are a bunch of scum that all deserve to be sterilized. <laughs> Their scathing comments after George, George Floyd and Kyle Rittenhouse trials disgusted me. I was so angry that I wanted to explode. Please know that there are a few conservative educators out there who believe in America, the Second Amendment, and that the flag really means something. I will always stand and say the Pledge of Allegiance, even if most of the woke students and libtard staff will not. One day I will leave the People's Republic of New Jersey as well and move to a state that knows what the word freedom means. New Jersey is broken, and when I retire, I will make my exodus as well. Thanks again for what you do. Regards, John. P.S. Your Utah Concealed Carry class was awesome, and I tell my friends often about it and encourage them to do the class with you as well. P.P.S. You are welcome to use this on air if you want. No obligation. Only if you want. But please don't mention my name. I, can't, I know. You're an educator. I'm not going to mention your name, brother. Believe me. Uh, but thank you so much for standing up. There are a lot of closet donors out there, people in education positions that can't um, talk the way we talk. And, and I get it, you know. Um, I get it. So I, I'm hoping uh, we see some action down in Trenton uh, with some people, uh, you know, uh, on the right speaking up for us a little bit. But I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, by the way, uh, Toys for Tots, uh, we had our second pickup already. Nice. We've had not nine full boxes. That's great. Candy. Over full boxes already. <laughs> Guys and girls, we That's still got wonderful. about another week and a half. Sorry. Did I mention we have a 2,200-square-foot surprise coming pretty soon? Well, you did last week, but not this week. 2,200-square-foot surprise coming soon. Remember, we have four ranges now, so big surprise is coming. So George O., who is in my book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, he sent a reminder, and I wanted to share the reminder with all of you. He goes, I woke up this morning to slightly below freezing <clears throat> temperatures. What if you're driving to work and you get into an accident that disables your engine? You just lost your heat source. Source: Are you wearing a coat or clothing that's weather appropriate? If not, why not? Stop using your car as a coat. Sure, you may have been out for just a few minutes, but can it be? It can it, it can be a long few minutes. If you're stuck on a highway and have no stores or businesses to run in to keep warm, you sh or should get into an accident. Just a friendly reminder, George O. You know, George. I just bought a new uh, one of those lightweight down jackets, and my old one had a cigar burn in it, Sandy. Mm. I put it in the back of my car. Perfect. So it's there with my gloves and my scarf and my hat and everything else. But 
Again, suspenders and a belt, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Georgia's right. If you just put a light jacket on and you go out and it's below freezing weather and your car dies or you have an accident or something, you're going to freeze your tuckus off, right? You betcha. You're going to freeze your tuckus off. So this article came from the New York Post. Carjackers are using the new Apple AirTag to steal people's vehicles, Sandy. Huh. They're attaching, they're taping or magneting an air tag to your car, like when you park in a mall or valet or something, and then they're tracking your vehicle to your residence, and if you don't park it in a garage or something, which not everybody has an option for, they're going to steal your car. People are all also using air tags to stalk and harass people. How so? Because if I got the hots for a woman... I see in a mall, I go to the lingerie store in the mall, and I see a woman. I think she's really hot. I wait outside the mall. I see what car she gets into. The next day I go back, I tape an air tag to her car. Oh. Okay, now I sit in my car, and I watch out on my phone. She drives right to her house. I drive over there. I see her car. Uh, now I take the air tag off. The next night when she leaves her work, I'm parked on her block, and I see what house she went into. This is some scary shit. Yep. All right, so air tags are definitely a double-edged sword here. There's other ones too, tiles, other tracking devices and everything, but holy shit, I can't implore you enough. Read my book and learn and have your situational awareness. Do not have head and ass disease. This is very, very important. I, I mean, something you have to think about constantly and your loved ones too, to just be careful. The, the criminals are nonstop. Especially right now, there's so many people sitting home with nothing to do but collect government checks. Correct. You know, my book is 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 static right now. It's not dynamic, and, and more stuff continues to come out. And, of course, I'm compiling it, and, and criminals are always figuring out ways to up it. And this was in this week's Wall Street Journal, and I would love – I figured I would like to – share oh, yeah, yeah, I hate when they put the paywall in there I, I'm a, I'm, I already have the Wall Street Journal you know I, I, I prescribe to the Wall Street is that the right <laughs> word prescribe uh, continue with the password okay let's see I'm getting it in boom 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 here it is the most popular holiday online scams this was in the Wall Street Journal I love this line Sandy Merry Griftmas instead of <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Okay, that's good. And and this is this is great for your parents and stuff too. Right now, um, it's two weeks before Christmas, and people are uh, running into shortages and stuff. So what would you do? Like, right, PS Five is a hot gift right now. Set up a scam site selling PS Fives. Oh, right. People are going if, again. If it looks too good to be true, guess yeah. what, greedy bastards? Absolutely. Guess what, greedy, desperate bastards out there? If it looks too good to be true, what do you think it probably is? Too good to be true. <laughs> Hackers will exploit all of your data. Be careful with banners. Watch for correct spelling. Uh, Amazon sites are out there with two A's instead of one. A-M-A-A-Z-O-N. Oh, that look wow. identical like the, the, like the legitimate site. And it'll say there's a security thing. Please re-enter your credit card information. And then guess what? Boom. Gift card scams. We've all talked about gift card scams. Prolific. You have to be careful with gift card scams, any pop-up scams, phishing scams, charity scams to donate money. This is the perfect time where you need to yeah. talk to your loved ones, especially your elder 
family members and loved ones. Mom, Dad, I know you want to buy me a gift or something online. Please be careful. There's so many scams. I would much rather spend quality time with you guys. Why don't we just go out to dinner? Why don't we donate some money to charity and for under each other's names and just go out to dinner? Yeah, much better. Right? I mean, it's plus I love to eat because I'm a fat bastard, right? You know, uh, I happen to see something like that. You know that site Neighbor? Or yes. Na- yeah, the Neighbor site? Yes. Um, I've been watching um, that sort of thing being played out on a Neighbor site for a particular neighborhood. And um, it's, you know, it sounds all legit. You know, I'm a single mother type of thing, blah, blah, blah. Can't find work, can't do this, can't do that. Um, and um, you, you, it can be anywhere. It doesn't have to be, um, you, you know, on the, on the sites we normally track. I mean, these people are, they're, they're parasites on society. They will go from place to place to place to place. And it's not always, you know, it's not always people who don't have a command over the uh, English language as their first language. No. You know, you, no. you can see that, that they, they're, you know, is what it is. You know, uh, another thing to think about is, like, I have one credit card that I use for all my online shopping. Yeah. And it has a limit to it. And I have notifications hooked up on my phone. Right. And I get notifications whenever there's a charge. And it'll also say, if there's any charge over $500, it has to be approved by me, which uses two-factor authentication through my phone. Uh, so that is really the way to go here. Just really be careful, uh, especially with all of these scams that's going on. This is the time. People, and, and you know, it's funny because the way these scams work with cookies and everything, you search for Peloton bike, and the cookies, they sell your information that Sandy is looking for a Peloton bike, and the scammers intercept that, and all of a sudden you get an ad of someone is selling uh, in Facebook neighborhood yep. or something a Peloton bike. Right. And you're like, oh, shit, look at this, Peloton bike, it's only $1,000, it's normally $3,000, and it's in the town next to me, and they'll deliver it. And you reach out to that person, and they're like, yeah, you want it. you got to, you got to put a deposit right now. I need your credit card for a deposit. Bingo, you're busted. You're, you're never getting a bike, and you're getting bent over. That's, so, that's right. Uh, these are the things that we have to <laughs> really, really be careful of. Um, the scams never end. People knocking on the door, selling stuff Christmas time now, selling candy and selling gifts and everything. Uh, you know, reiterate to your parents and your children, you know, and your children that don't live home anymore that these scams are prevalent and they need to stop and step back and take a look and say, all right, this seems too good to be true. It probably is. People are buying PS5s off the street that fell off a truck and getting them home, and there's a cinder block in the box. Yeah, right. That scam is about 30 years old. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, I had friends that bought VCRs when I was in my 30s or 20s, and they got them home, and there was a chunk of wood in it in the box. Right. All right. The, 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 I mean, think about it, Sandy. If we have friends that were in the printing manufacturing business, you could make fake PS5 boxes with styrofoam and everything in them and seal them. And maybe the whole thing would cost $50 to make, and then you sell it for $500 on the street. Right. Boy, what a nice day's pay that would be. Absolutely, huh? sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know nobody who would do anything or think of anything like that. Correct. In my childhood, uh, no, no, nothing. 
um, even the, even though the statute of limitations might have been worn off long ago. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> But yeah, um, so a lot of this is in my book. Obviously, you hear me plug in my book, whatever. But it's important we protect our friends and our family. And then think about your Christmas time. Like I said, if you're going to go out Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Hanukkah, whatever it is, your house needs to look like somebody's home. Do you need super high technology? No. Can you buy old-fashioned analog light timers that you plug in? Could you buy light timers that have electronic eyes? that read, you know, the uh, the ambient light outside. There are many ways to do things. Sandy, this week, uh, Amazon's business services was down for four hours. Mm. You know what that means? If you had a doorbell camera or Amazon cameras or an Amazon alarm, you were down for four hours. Yes, yeah, that's right. And or uh, what do you call it, uh, Alexa device, that type of yes, thing? Yes, yeah. that all could be hacked. Mm. Yep. All right, that all can be hacked as well. Remember, these things are not primary defense. It's secondary defense. What's primary defense? Your brain, your mind. That is what the primary defense is all the time. Uh, situational awareness. We talk about it now. It's wintertime. Did you just finish hanging Christmas lights around your house? Where is your extension ladder? Yeah, right. All right, and please make sure, please make sure <laughs> right. your extension ladder is not hanging up. Uh, in the back of the house, not locked up, and someone is going to use it to break into your house, your own ladder. Your next-door neighbors on both sides and across the street, make sure that their ladders are locked up, too. It is okay to ask these questions. Yeah, yeah. It is okay yeah. to say to people, listen, you know, when you got your stuff uh, laying out down there and you're exposing both of us, and I'm kind of not happy with it, some bitch. Here's a lock and a chain. Yes, yes. I want people to continue to reach out to me. I want people, listen, there's going to be a time where we're probably going to have to go down to Trenton again. There's going to be a time where we're going to have to rally. Uh, hopefully it'll be warm out. <laughs> it's, it's, it always never below. it's always it never below. It's always ten below. It's always below. Sideward drain, yeah. Yeah, hopefully yeah. we'll get to that point again where we're not freezing our tuchuses off or... Uh, but in case, uh, we're going to have to get to that point. Obviously, we know rallies at this point aren't effective. A, we don't get enough people to show up. Yeah. B, our legislators really could give a they shit. They really don't care. On, on both sides. You know, we have a permanent ruling class in Washington, D.C. Yep. We have a permanent ruling class in New Jersey. Right. And they have a super majority here. All right? So it's very, very tough for us to get any change. And, again, holding the line is considered a win for us. All, the only relief we have is in the courts and obviously at the federal level because the state courts are – you know, cooked they're the same yeah it's a, yeah. we have a liberal majority again we're just we're just outnumbered top to bottom in and out over and under and i know i feel everybody's frustration and people are like well what are the two-way groups doing and what are you doing and we're doing the best we can yeah uh, what what we have to work with here being vocal being respectful and contacting our legislators is pretty much all we can do at this point there we're, we're we're bootstrapped Sandy, can you want to talk a little bit about this variant, please? What do you want to know? I want to know uh, what's going on with the Omicron or the midterm or the mail-in ballot variant. Mail -ballot. Well, it's, you know, as you know, um, I do a lot of consulting to uh, health ministries uh, around the world and a lot of big organizations. And so I have to keep on top of this sort of thing. And I'm kind of optimistically excited 
about what's going on with Omicron. Um, in South Africa right now, Omicron has taken over for what used to be the beta. Uh, beta was dominant. Here it is Delta, but there was beta and went to Delta. Omicron has completely taken over, which is a kind of uh, interesting thing. Uh, viruses do do what viruses do, right? I mean, <clears throat> their job <coughs> is to infect as many people as possible and not kill people in the, uh, you know, in, in, in the process. Um, so it looks as if the virus, and again, I'm saying very, very optimistically, it looks as if this particular variant might be um, the virus um, at its at its optimal, let's put it that way. And um, it is uh, making people uh, sick very quickly. Uh, it's highly infectious, and uh, people aren't getting very sick so far based on what's going on on the ground. Now, again, this is a caveat. By the time you listen to this, that could have changed. Um, it could change in a day or two. We, we're, it's very, very soon, very, really too soon to watch. But... Um, uh, an interesting thing came out of Norway just the other day. Um, there was uh, a situation where there were about 120 people at a uh, world doubly vaccinated, by the way. Um, doubly vaccinated. Doubly. Uh, um, so uh, they were at a Christmas party. One of the people had just come back from um, uh, South Africa. And uh, that person happened to be infected with the Omicron variant. In the one night at the Christmas party, he infected 120 people. That is a, <laughs> that is how infective this super is. spreader, super super spreader. Yeah, um, and they were infected by the next day. Started showing minor symptoms. Now, again, the good thing is here that uh, you know it's just again minor symptoms that people are having who are doubly vaccinated we don't have any numbers on what people who are not vaccinated because most of south africa um, of the people who are in the hospital right now who are hospitalized seem to be hospitalized for another reason and just uh, consequently tested positive for the omicron variant so we again are very very early on but we don't know but i i do look at it as a um, as a positive, if this does happen, if uh, it is the way viruses do the life uh, of a virus, it, it, it is whole goal is to try to replicate as much as possible and not make people very sick. And if that is the case, then we are not looking really at um, the end of this thing yet, but it is the beginning of the end. Uh, optimistic. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and everything, shouldn't all of Africa be vaccinated by now? No, you've you got to step on things that I can't talk about, don't you? I, I, I know, but but with so many billionaires donating, oh, yeah. you know, for African countries and stuff, and I know there's a lot of corruption. For every uh, billion dollars that's donated, only half a cent gets down to each person. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, so, we, we, yeah. we, all, we all know that, right? Right. 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 So 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 we know that. But it's amazing. You think all of these third world countries would be fully, fully vaccinated with all the money that's being thrown around by the uh, by the uh, first year. Well, there's a lot of a vast amount of money being made right now also. So, um, well, of course. You know, and there and, and there's money being made in testing. There is money being made in treatments. There is money being made in vaccine development. 
Um, the good news is also, too, that the uh, Canadians just came up with a plant-based vaccine, which is great news for you vegans and vegetarians out there. Um, really? But, uh, and it is proving about 75% effective against all variants, which is, which is kind of exciting because it's the first time, um, you know, I'm going to geek out on this stuff, but it's, it's actually a, a, another first time that uh, such plants like, you know, corn and potatoes have been used to uh, develop antigens uh, for the, you know, for, the um, uh, for vaccine purposes, which is really kind of exciting. Um, they're applying right now to the Canadian government, the U.S. government, and the U.K., uh, as well as the WHO for, you know, a, approval on the vaccine. Um, for the, So for those of you who are not, for what, whatever reason, um, hesitant to get the uh, MNRA vaccines, which have, um, e efficacy has been questioned a great deal since, you know, if, if, it, if it works, why would, why would you need a third shot, um, you know, uh, this is maybe a good option for you if it, you know, if it comes out. Uh, Novavax like, is another one too. I like corn and taters. Corn and taters is good. Yeah, corn <clears throat> and taters, tater salad, and some uh, and some vaccine. So the media hype mm. on um, this Omicron is not warranted. Outside my bailiwick, I am not a. I understand. You know, I, well, I can, I can calling... tell. You, all I will, I, again, you know. Uh, those of you who know us though for a long time here, uh, there are many things I know that I cannot tell <laughs> um, because we don't, Douche. you know, we are, we don't want to risk coming off the air um, because of some inadvertent thing that uh, some clown here might say. Um, so I don't want to be, you know, responsible for the loss of this show uh, based on speaking my opinion or truth or whatever it might be. So um, there are certain things that we can say, and this is good news, I feel, at this point. Um, there, are, there are a number of epidemiologists around the world who do also share the same, uh, and public health experts also share the same optimism, but it is cautiously, uh, we are cautiously optimistic at this point. It would be nice, you know, and then, again, this would be an endemic thing. It'll be with us forever, like the cold. Uh, basically, what has happened, it looks like, is, um, you know, COVID caught a cold um, somewhere in South Africa. And again, that's questionable, too. We're not really too sure. But um, uh, COVID, um, you know, COVID looks like it caught a cold. And the two viruses got together and became, um, the cold virus is very, very virulent. So it, it matched with a uh, COVID um, strain of uh, common cold and diluted itself um, to the point that it became highly infective, which is what it likes to do, and became less deadly so far with whatever mm. we're seeing. But I guarantee you this, um, well, I can't guarantee you this, but I, I, I suggest this, um, by Christmas time, you and I will all both be exposed to the uh, Omicron variant. So let us hope that it is um, taking the, the track that we, 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 we hope it takes and doesn't um, take a, a side turn because <laughs> it will be a very, very, very bad picture at that point. Ugh. Yeah, I'm so tired of this. I just want to travel again. I don't want to wear a mask. I, I know I sound selfish. I, I mean, I sort of survived so far, but uh, yep. No, I, uh, it's tough. I get you. 
Uh, every, I think all of us share that same sentiment. We want to return to normal as much as possible. But again, um, you know, the same thing happened in 1918. Um, a lot of people were, um, a lot of things, there, are, there are, are a number of things that change history, that change boundaries, that change countries, that change monetary systems. Uh, one of them is war. Uh, the other one is plague. Uh, so, uh, and then there's you well, know, religion thrown in. There war, well. war is coming. The neocons and the libcons are pushing for war with China and war with Russia. Yeah, yeah. So let's face it, it's coming soon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Biden basically is asking the Ukraine to give up some of its land to appease Russia. But Putin's going to take the Ukraine completely. Oh, absolutely. And China is going to take Taiwan. At and China time, is now yeah. building a base in the Atlantic on the African coast, by the way. They're going to build a military base, a naval base. Because they can, yeah. Of course, nobody's going to do anything. No, Again, gonna. weakness invites aggression. Yes. Feebleness. This guy reads off the teleprompter and he's like, end of speech. <laughs> Again, he did it today or yesterday. I mean, seriously. Oh, and and he has that walk, really, Sandy. He walks really like he's sad. blindfolded. Yeah. That's part of the dementia, right? Yeah, he was, lo he was lost the other day just wandering around. It just, it's sad. It just, um, it is. It's very, very sad. You know, just from a human standpoint, to look at that and say, for the hell with political sides. This is just a, and, and again, elder abuse. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, but it's the same people pulling the strings that pulled the strings on Obama, on, on the puppet Obama. Yep. Uh, it's just the way it is. Yep. Well, look, we're running out of time. So you got anything else? Oh, we are. Okay. We have tons of classes coming up. Support those who support you at the quarantinecrawl.com, please. I got rid of the three traitorous bastards, so we have 325 <laughs> pro 2A businesses. A few years ago, you would have said who they were, but you, yeah, you've no gotten more. better. Uh, by the way, <laughs> drop off your toys, ship your toys. I love it. Every day I get all these Amazon packages. They think they're for me. I open them up, and it's like a Barbie doll. Yeah, well, it could um, be people have a great, it could be people have great hearts. And again, more surprises coming soon. So support those who support you. Sandy, tell us about your gig going on down to Chua. And it's just not the kids who need help at this time. We are raising money, raising funds to donate care uh, to disabled veterans and veterans in desperate need of memory care and their families. I want to thank this week. Um, Mark Sanchez, hundred bucks. Uh, Jerry F, hundred bucks. Um, Ivan Z, fifty dollars. Jim Howard, hundred bucks. Thank you guys. We're trying to raise about five thousand bucks before the end of the year when the funds definitely run out. Um, anything you do, five dollars, ten dollars. Uh, these people really are in desperate need of care. We're partnering with the Visiting Healthcare Services of Ocean County (VHS of Ocean County), who is a five hundred one c three community-based healthcare provider there. They lost all their funds uh, due to uh, the strain on COVID, plus the cutbacks from the Murphy administration and the Biden administration on the Veterans Administration and Title 20, uh, whatever that is, for social mm. services and, and Title 3 for, for, for older people. And all that money was being channeled now over to ah, ooh, the illegal immigrants. So that's mm -hmm. great. So not only can they vote, they're voting for their own. So that's wonderful. So if you can do anything, uh, please join us. Go to GoFundMe.com uh, and search for VHS Victor Hotel Sierra dot, uh, of Ocean County. Uh, and uh, please make a donation if, if you can. Uh, we love you guys. 
Uh, sorry for boring you about all this uh, COVID healthcare nonsense. Um, no, next it's, week it's important. We, we will talk guns more. We're going to have fun uh, the next show. It's going to be a special show. Nice. Okay. Well, clock on the wall says it all. Looks like you've done, uh, done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gunfire Hour Radio. Gunfire Hour Radio is a kind of media production. The music used in this podcast was done by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, still available for Christmas. Get your supplies while they last. Well, we love you guys. See you again next week. From sea to shine.